Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of How to Scale a Business. I'm on with Todd Kame from Blue Bear Protection. Thank you so much, Todd, for being in the show. Appreciate it. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yeah, awesome. And correct me if I'm wrong, but you started as a writer and producer, right? That is correct. Or, yep. Awesome. And how do you leverage your past experience to the current business that you have right now? That's the thing that I'm just curious. That's a great question and a very interesting question. So being a producer um, in Hollywood is essentially a problem solver. Um, so, you know, what I've learned, you're managing teams, you have very tight deadlines, um, you have to manage it, creative people, you also have to manage you know, the people who are working on your crew, um, and you all unite for a common goal. Um, so it's very exciting making a movie. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's very rewarding, but essentially it's like starting a very small business, launching it, um, and then exiting <laughs> pretty quickly. So the tools I learned as a producer, um, have been incredibly helpful and powerful, um, in, in business and especially e-commerce. that explains it well like the pressure that you have uh, with the deadline that really helps a lot yeah so um can you tell me a little bit about your com how your company tick like what's the main focus you have in terms of helping your customers what's the value that you've established so far sure that's a good story so essentially blue bear protection mm -hmm. was started in the very early days of the pandemic um to, you know, when there were shortages and it was very difficult to get essential PPE supplies, um, like masks and hand sanitizer and all the things we were we needed in the early days of the pandemic, the yeah. founders of my company already had a very robust supply chain and shipping and logistics business um, in China. So they were able to get product here quicker and more efficiently when others couldn't. So they realized that if governments and municipalities couldn't get these products, like how would the individual consumer get it? So we very quickly put up a Shopify store, um, started selling direct to consumer, ran Facebook ads. Um, I came on board to specifically focus on growing the wholesale business and the B2B business. Um, and you know, it was exciting and challenging, but for me, it was great because pre-COVID, I was working on a lot of large-scale entertainment projects, live events. Um, so all of that took a back seat <laughs> when COVID started. So, mm -hmm. you know, to, to the title of this podcast, How to Scale a Business, we were in the trenches and I learned very quickly of a lot of the necessary components to do just that. And we did. We were very successful. We built a very strong brand. Um, we sold across all the relevant direct-to-consumer mm -hmm. e-commerce channels, Amazon, Walmart, Shopify store. Um, and then on the B2B side, we were able to leverage our warehousing connections and relationships. And we had warehouses all over the country and shipping and logistics wired so we could sell direct-to-consumer. We can also sell millions of masks to governments, mm -hmm. states, and cities. So it was very, very successful. And I agree with that. It's pretty robust. Um, Post-pandemic, what do you think are the biggest challenges that your company is facing like today? 
Well, for us specifically, what we were selling, thank God, there's no longer a need for um, in terms of the products. So Mm -hmm. what we've done is learned that probably the most valuable thing we built during the pandemic was the infrastructure, um, the ability to fast manufacture products in China um, and other areas and get them here quickly and efficiently. Um, We learned that we could innovate products. um, And so now we're helping other brands and other companies Mm. either replace their existing manufacturing relationships with um, better um, and more cost-efficient solutions. And we're helping them innovate new products and develop new products. Um, And then when, when the stuff is here, we're able to tap it into our e-commerce engine. So we have warehousing and shipping and logistics. So we have all those bases covered. And and really what we want our business partners to focus on is sales and marketing, um, Mm -hmm. you know, and being able to scale. So, you know, that's, that's, we're a good partner um, to help businesses scale. You've like leveraged the experience that you have uh, during COVID. So that explains it well. Yeah. Let's see. Okay. And what are the strategies that you have in marketing so far? If you can share it to the listeners, like the successful, um, that's the thing that's really working with your marketing uh, and like, of course, marketing and selling. Yeah. So what we've learned um, is, you know, you can never know where your most successful chat sales channels are going to come from. Right. So it's good to take what we call an omni-channel sales approach. So, you know, if you put up your own e-commerce store, a lot of brands use Shopify, you know, that's great. But what about Amazon? There's a lot of customers that only want to buy things on Amazon. So, you you know, we recommend you have an Amazon strategy. Then there are all these other marketplaces. And if you can very quickly and efficiently set up all of these channels, they all have... um, strengths and weaknesses, right? And they all have different ways to market and advertise direct to the consumer. On Amazon, you can advertise only on Amazon, Mm. right? And then you can also use Google ads and Facebook ads and all the social ads to drive traffic to all of your different listings. And then you can see which ones perform better. And then you throw more, you know, more ammunition towards those channels. It's very, very important to make data-driven decisions, okay? So when you're spending money on marketing and advertising, you really have to be able to quantify the attribution. What is actually, you know, what is actually driving sales? Like, how can I attribute where this sale came from? And there's a lot of different tools out there that help you do that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, one thing during COVID that's happened in the e-commerce space is it, it's accelerated the innovation in terms of technology because everyone was home shopping <laughs> and mm. people were developing tools. So I, I feel like, you know, we are today where we would have been 10 years from now if, if COVID hadn't happened. So there's never been a better time to mm. innovate um, and, and use available tools and platforms to really help turbocharge sales and growth. 
a hundred percent. Like uh, as you said, omnichannels um, have data-driven decision because yeah. we have a lot of softwares that are doing that, and they're like coming up new every single day. Yeah, and look, there's great. If, if you look at any way to advertise and market your product online, there are really good tools to help you automate, but also get data. So if you want to hire influencers, right, and have them sell on TikTok and Instagram and be your brand ambassadors, you know, you used to have to, you know, either work with an agency or go out and find individual influencers and you have to manage the relationships, figure out how you're going to pay them, figure out how to get them product. Now there are platforms that really help streamline that process. So not only you find and engage with a lot of influencers at once, but then you can also figure out which ones are performing best, reward them more, you know, cut loose the ones who aren't performing at all or underperforming. And you can make, you know, better, smarter decisions. Um, you know, it's very hard to make decisions when you don't have a lot of data. You're just, you're just guessing. Um, and, you know, Facebook and Google for a long time have certainly dominated, you know, the advertising, the paid mm-hmm. advertising side of e-commerce. But now there's, you know, a lot of other tools and enhancements that either complement your Facebook and Google strategies or kind of take, take some of the, your budget away from those and put it towards yeah. other, other channels. And double down on what definitely works and reward them more. That's a pretty exactly. solid strategy. Yeah, exactly agree, right. Agree. You know? And with, with the changes in the industry how, over the years, how, how do you adapt it to that? Like it's, well, like what I said earlier, it's constantly changing. There's constantly updating software. So how do you adapt to these changes? Well, it's, you know, it's a combination. It's, you know, I, I take a lot of meetings. I sit through a lot of demos um, and, and see the newest platforms and see how they could potentially work and help my business. Um, so I like to stay current on what's out there. But fundamentally, right, you have to balance the your sales and marketing efforts, but you also have to make sure your supply chain is intact. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, one of the lessons in COVID was there was so much disruption to the supply chain in so many different ways, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, we couldn't get chips. And so car manufacturers were waiting on chips. So there was a shortage of, of new cars, right? So what happened? New cars became scarce, used cars became more expensive. There's all these ripple effects. Of, of a fractured supply chain and how, you know, that impacted small businesses or businesses who were, who were growing and ready to scale all of a sudden, you know, a container cost from $1,600 was $20,000, right? So your cost of yeah. goods, your shipping costs went through the roof, your raw material costs went through the roof, right? And so now we're in a period of inflation. How does that impact all of these, these factors, right? You have to really stay on top of all of these things. And hopefully in terms of scaling a business, you have the right team in place, right? Both in-house if you're, you know, a a small to mid-sized business, but if you're a startup and it's just, you know, one or two people, then you need outside agencies and advisors, you know, help you navigate. 
totally agree with that one, especially with um having the right people. It's it's also a pretty solid one. So um this uh, question that I have next is like I'm still asking for an advice, but this is more for like those who wanted to start in and and start their own business mm-hmm. that is in the same industry or same business as you do, or wanted to scale it up. What advice can you give them? Well, you know, specifically for e-commerce, you need to start with an, either an innovative product that's going to capture people's attention or mm-hmm. just a really solid product that everyone needs and everyone uses. And then you need to either build a better mousetrap or come up with a more interesting, creative, innovative way to sell you know, to sell and find your customer and market and build your audience. Um, you know, I, I, I honestly believe that there's never been a better time for mm. the entrepreneur to start um, an e-commerce business because there's so many tools that used to be, you know, very cumbersome and very expensive and hard to manage. And now they're, they're readily available. They're much more intuitive. Um, you know, there's so many ways to have partnerships to take away the need to have your own warehouse to have your own logistics team there there's there so many opportunities for collaboration and partnerships out there so an entrepreneur can leverage that and really focus on innovation creativity and you know th- their personal passion for mm-hmm. whatever product they're trying to sell Hundred percent, hundred percent. And um, if anybody wants to connect with you, uh, Todd, anyone thinking about working with you or partnering with you, where is the best place that they can go, or what's like the best way to do that? You know, honestly, I'm very easy to find because I'm the only Todd Cami out there. But <laughs> in terms of re- reaching okay. out to me and connecting with me, the best is probably through LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just send me a note on LinkedIn. Um, okay. And yeah. for those who are listeners, um, the Todd, it's T O D D, and then came C A M Cam Cam. Reading yeah. it, it's pronounced Cammy. So it's C A M H E. And I'm the only one out there. So if you just Google Todd Cammy LinkedIn, it'll come up. Cammy, but how do you read your name? Just Cam. Cammy. Cammy. It should be Cammy. Todd Cammy. So um, the thing that uh. I've learned the most is that you've leveraged your experience during COVID, like the production, the innovation, those are the experience that you've leveraged in, a, in a today's um, like uh, market or yeah. um, selling the product in e-commerce. In e-commerce, so, um, yeah. yeah. That's that's pretty amazing. And that's super insightful, especially those um, strategies that you've shared with us. So really appreciate your time and these um, vital information you provided to us. The thing that I like is like, of course, in this um, day, we have a lot of data. So yep. you should be like data, have data-driven decisions. Yeah. Right? So um, that's it, Todd. Again, I pretty much appreciate your time um, attending our podcast. And what you provided to us is just liquid gold. It's oh, amazing. I appreciate that. I appreciate Thank you being you so the show. much.